What's up, bitch? I'm back, baby. I know last week I didn't post on Sunday. Um, I was home visiting the fam. Um, I just honestly, I tried to have something recorded before I went, but I was just super busy with school and traveling and all that. So I'm sorry to disappoint you, but this week it's currently thursday just put a load of laundry into the washer (laughs) i just went and got a really cool t-shirt from a thrift store i put it on the reality chick instagram story so if you're not following the instagram definitely go follow that at the reality chick podcast um it basically says i'm your daddy or something like that. It's pretty funny. Um, Steal of the day by far. Feeling much better today. Yesterday was rough. I don't know what it is. Coming back to school after being home on break is like so difficult for me. I don't know why. Like there even comes a point when I'm home where I'm like, all right, like I guess I'm ready to go back. But then once I'm actually here and I step into my room, I would just like, I'm immediately, the internal dialogue is like, fuck no. I do not want to be here. I I still am not really sure what it is. Also, the weather was terrible when I landed. And it's weird because I was just in New York where it was still the dead of winter. They just had gotten a snowstorm like two days before I got there. Snow everywhere. I got to go snowboarding, which was fun. But, and it was freezing. And I was also coming from a trip from Miami, which I'll talk about in a second. But um, it's like the cold there at home doesn't really bother me as much as when I'm at school and it's cold probably because I'm better prepared for it at home. Like all my jackets and heavy winter stuff is home. So I can go outside in the cold at home and be warm and comfortable. But when it's cold at school, I'm not necessarily like prepared or like expecting it to be cold because I honestly don't know. I guess I just didn't have room to pack all my winter stuff. But it's like when it's cold here, I'm walking around outside and I'm fucking freezing. Like walking to class, I wake up in the morning, every morning, check the weather app. And when I see that it's like 30 degrees outside and I have to walk 20 minutes to get to class, I want to just close my eyes and roll over and go back to bed. But at home, I like voluntarily am walking my dogs and doing all this because my mom has like hats and gloves and I have a giant long winter coat and sweatpants and boots. So when I'm going outside for a walk, I'm cozy warm. But when I'm here at school and it's cold, I'm literally freezing my ass off when I step outside. And it makes you so miserable, or at least me, like when I'm cold, I'm irritable and angry and upset and I just want to be able to walk outside in shorts and a tank top and be comfortable all year round. That being said, I do have an appreciation for the seasons, but but like only when I'm home. 
only when I'm in a place where I expect there to be seasons and I expect there to be cold and snow, that's when it's okay with me. Also, it does make it better when there's snow for me because then at least you feel like it's winter. But here at school, it's just cold and it will never snow. It just gets freezing cold. So that also takes the fun out of it. But it was really nice to be home and eat whatever the fuck I wanted. I honestly felt so gross and terrible because I was completely binge eating the whole time I was home, getting back from like a trip and being at school for a while. I mean, the school food isn't that bad. I eat pretty well at school, but it's something about getting home and having all that food in front of you and home-cooked meals and ice cream and baking and all that good stuff. You really, I find it very difficult not to just indulge in everything that I see because my room here at school, I don't have really snacks in here, like maybe a granola bar or like some fruit bars or whatever, but I don't have like peanut butter and and toast and like a microwave that I can make stuff then you go home and you open up the cabinets and there's muffins and loaves of bread and cookies in the freezer and and ice cream and just like all the snacks and food that you want to make for yourself is just right there And it's really difficult to abstain from just digging right into all that stuff when you've been at school where, like, yes, I snack sometimes, but it's not, like, in my room. Sometimes what I really want to be able to make is just, like, some toast or microwave some oatmeal or I don't even know. I feel like a lot or make some cereal. Oh my God. I did that all the time last year because I had a fridge and like bowls and I would actually have food in my room to eat. Now I have to go to like the dining hall or like the little grab and go things or like cafes to get food. And honestly, being home, it's just like, wow, there is so much food at my fingertips and I need to eat all of it right now. So yeah, that was nice. Also, I, so it was like a 10 day break. I mean, it was, I took a couple extra days because I just needed to be home a little bit longer, but um, I also wasn't really working out. Like when I'm at school, I work out every day, basically, except for the weekends. And so I just had a 10 day break where I worked out maybe three of the days. I I mean, I wasn't a complete couch potato. I went on like, I walked my dog <laughs> for a couple days. So maybe that counts a little bit. But I don't know. It felt good to take a break from that too. But just on top of eating all this shit and not working out, I really just was like, that was part of the reason why I felt ready to come back to school because I was like, I need to get back to being healthy again and working out and eating like healthy foods because 
after a while of just doing that, you just start to feel gross. And I can get into the healthier routine when I'm home for like an extended period of time. Like when I go home for the summer, I can eat healthy and exercise and stuff. But when it's just like you're home for five days, you're like, fuck it. I'm only here for five days. I'm not working out. I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want, whenever I want. Like I went and got huge ice creams like two days that I was home, baked this huge like peanut butter, banana, chocolate chip loaf. Uh, I don't even know what it was. It was supposed to be like a blondie bar, but it ended up tasting like banana bread in bar form. And it was like the most delicious thing ever. I ate so much of that. And also there's like certain spots when you're home that you are like, okay, when I'm home, I need to get that. And I want to get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially being from New York, I'm like, okay, I need to go get a bagel right now. And I also have been craving this. So I'm going to go get that. And I want this for dinner. And, but I also want this for dinner and I don't have enough days to eat both. So I'm just going to eat both on one night for dinner. (laughs) And so there was a lot of that happening, but no, it was nice. It was a really good reset, especially after being in Florida for a couple of days, which was super fun. Thankfully, my friend and I had a great time and we didn't like completely ruin the trip by being reckless. <laughs> like we had a good healthy balance of laying out by the beach or pool basically all day after getting like a brunch or breakfast. We worked out in the hotel gym actually twice, two mornings or yeah, I'm pretty sure two days we went to the gym. Super proud of us for doing that and literally laid outside the entire day. And then we would go back to the uh, room at like five or four thirty, five, maybe even sometimes six when we had a later dinner shower, just chill, watch TV, start to, you know, maybe pregame a little bit, have some snacks. Um, And then we would go out to dinner. We went out to dinner every night, which was super nice. So fucking expensive though. Let me tell you, like I was not prepared for the amount of money that I was going to be spending, but that's okay. It was vacation. I'm not going to be too not going to think about that too much, you know? It's it is what it is. And then we would go out after dinner and you know what? We I think we did a really good job. <laughs> we had a really balanced trip and the next day was never like completely ruined, if you know what I'm saying. So that was also super nice being on the beach and jumping in the ocean just completely like transforms you (laughs) we were like we need a facial we would go jump in the ocean i swear the salt water literally like cures you of just whatever is going on i went to florida pretty sick or not like pretty sick but i had had a cold i wasn't sure if it was allergies or what was going on but i had had a cold for like a week or two before going on the trip and it kind of just was lingering And I swear to you, after jumping in the ocean, like I wasn't sick the whole trip. And I was worried that this this trip was going to make me more sick. But I 
the sickness, any sickness that I had literally disappeared. So um, I'm convinced that salt water is just like magical. And my skin was so clear. Oh, it was great. It was really nice to get a little bit of a tan, be in the sun, have fun, eat well. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, what I really want to talk about today is, wow, that was a long intro. Sorry, if you've, if you're still listening, we're finally getting to the good stuff. So I've been kind of thinking of talking about this for a while, and I feel like I've kind of touched on it a little bit in maybe my first episode or two, where I encouraged everyone, all of you guys, if you haven't listened to episodes before this, I encourage you to do so, because I think, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I want to talk about loneliness and being lonely, because I have been thinking a lot about this recently when I went through a little period of time where I just felt extremely lonely. Like, I have great friends. Just um, a lot of my, like, best friends, we all are just scattered across the country. And it's really difficult to keep in touch sometimes. And I suck at it, which it's something that I, like, am kicking myself for being terrible at. Because I really wish I was better at connecting with some of my best friends. But, you know, we're all super busy and it's difficult. It is difficult. Um, But I think it's really important to do that. So that's something I want to get better at. But anyway, I just was feeling really lonely. I don't have a roommate. I'm at a new school sort of at this point. I've been here for almost two semesters, but um, it's difficult to put immerse yourself into a new environment. And I felt like a freshman again. Um, I transferred schools. I definitely, it was definitely difficult. And it's, but (laughs) what am I trying to say? It's normal to, oh, I'm getting a FaceTime call. One moment. And we're back. Sorry about that. Um, all right. Anywho, I need to stop beating around the bush and just talking about this. I think loneliness is something that we all think is super unique to us. Like when we're feeling lonely you feel like you're the only person that's feeling like that and I think it's something unique to like the human experience because all of us are living completely different lives and so when you're going through something that is just a part of your life Like, yeah, you can tell your friends about it and people could have empathy for you. But at the end of the day, you are the only person living your life. So when you're going through something, you feel alone in it. Everything that we do as individuals 
you feel alone in it because you're the only person actually doing it as you yourself, if that makes any sense. So I think being lonely is not abnormal at all. I think even in times where we have a great support network and people that love us and family members that love us and support us and good friends and even when things are going well, like things don't have to be going poorly to feel like you're alone because, I mean, it's making me think, the way that I'm phrasing it right now is making me think of the whole like you're the main character um, rhetoric of like, oh, you're the main character of your own life, not anyone else's. So if you have to remove people from your life or people need to remove you from their lives, you shouldn't take it personally because you are not living their life. They're living their life and they and you need to make the best decisions for yourselves. And that's what makes me think that the reasons why we feel lonely and the things that make us feel lonely are so difficult to put into words because although the loneliness that you're feeling feels unique to you, and it is, everyone else has also felt that kind of loneliness or will. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, our, the human experience for everyone isn't all that different. Like, if you're feeling lonely right now because you don't, because you're not in a relationship, okay, well, your friend is in a relationship, so they're not feeling that kind of loneliness, but maybe before they were in that relationship, they felt that. Or if they break up with their significant other, maybe they'll feel that kind of loneliness. Um, or even just like the new situation kind of loneliness, like me moving to a new school, a new place. I'm surrounded by people that I don't know who don't know me. It feels really lonely. And that was unique to me. But guess what? All the other transfer students were also feeling that same kind of loneliness and it felt unique to them as well. So I think it's something that's super relatable for all of us, yet we feel alone in it, which I think is super interesting. But just talking about it like I am right now and bringing light to the fact that we kind of all experience these kinds of lonelinesses <laughs> throughout our life, it kind of adds... Um, a sort of relatableness to it just like talking about anything and bringing light to anything is going to make everyone feel less alone because once you understand and realize that you're not the only person that's ever felt this way or you're not the only person that feels this way right now it does make you feel a little bit less alone in it now I think the one that I'm kind of 
beating around right now is the whole idea that we all think that we're different. Like, this is a sort of loneliness that I find super interesting. And I think because we're all our own individual person and unique, I think this is the one that we experience probably most often. And this is probably one that we feel even when things are going well. So we all just think that we are different. It's hard. We all might find it hard to connect with people that are completely different from us or have different interests than us because it's hard to relate and that can make us also feel alone. But, and I know some people are just so uncomfortable being lonely and alone and I kind of understand that. Obviously, it's not always fun to be alone, but what I like to encourage people to do is find things that make being alone fun and find the things that when you're alone make you feel less lonely. It could just be hobbies, going for a walk by yourself, going and getting food by yourself. Like some people are super uncomfortable doing these things and some people also just phrase it like, well, I don't like being alone, so I don't want to do that. Or like, I, I understand that there are different types of people and some people just need to be around other people and thrive in settings where they are not alone. But when you take a step back and think about that a little bit more, at the end of the day, we are all just alone with ourselves for our entire lives. Nobody in our lives is ever as constant as ourselves. So I understand that maybe being alone is uncomfortable, but it should be a goal of everyone's, I think, to find the comfort and the joy in being alone because I think that's super important. And spending time alone with yourself, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean like throwing on a TV show and watching it by yourself. Like spending genuine, valuable time with yourself is going to teach you a lot about the things that you really genuinely like about yourself. And maybe it'll give you time to reflect on what your true values are and what you genuinely enjoy doing. And I think that this is super important because, I mean, your family will kind of, will always be there for you. That's probably the second most constant thing. But you are the only one that is 100% of the time with yourself. You have to spend every minute of every hour of every day with yourself. So don't you want to love that time? 
Like, don't you want to be enjoying that time? If we spend X amount of time in our lives alone, which I should have, I want to look that up actually, because I'm super curious how much time in our lives do we spend alone? Let's see. People living by themselves spent an average of 11 hours a day alone. And I don't know. If anyone wants to calculate how many hours that is out of our entire lives or days or months or years or whatever that is, I'm pretty sure that's a damn fucking long time. (laughs) So don't you want that time of your life, that chunk of your life, that's almost half the hours of every single day of your life that you are just by yourself and alone. And so if you cut that time out, if you cut that time into unhappy hours, oh, I hate being alone. Oh, I'm just going to sleep for this time because I hate doing things by myself. I hate myself. I don't like doing this alone. But what if that could be time spent where you're extra happy and doing the things that make you feel extra good? Don't you want that to be the case? Or do you want half the hours of your day, therefore half your life basically, being unhappy and uncomfortable because you're by yourself? And I I know it's easier said than done. I think I've always been a really independent person and I've been pretty comfortable alone. But I too go through periods of loneliness. And honestly, I wasn't sure what was wrong with me there for a second. I thought I was, I wasn't really sure. But then when I kind of broke it down, I was like, oh, maybe I'm just feeling lonely and like I don't have anyone. But once you take that step back and realize even when you feel like you don't have anyone, you have yourself or you can have yourself if you choose to make that time worth it. And you know what? You're never, you really never just have yourself. Your mom is always there for you. Your parents, anyone in your family is always there for you. Your best friends are always there for you. Even when you feel lonely, even when you feel like you have nobody, odds are you do have at least one person other than yourself that you can lean on for some support. And you know what? Even if you think you don't, then that's when you lean inward and get a book to read. I honestly think finding things that you genuinely enjoy doing by yourself makes you such a more like a happier person throughout all aspects of your day. If you're constantly sitting around waiting for someone else to do something with you, you're never genuinely getting to do the things that you want to do. And I think that's super important. So I know being lonely and alone sucks. And 
it can feel super, you feel really ostracized from everything around you. And you kind of feel like you've been removed from everything else and every everyone else. Because when you're viewing other people's lives from an outside perspective, it looks like everyone else has it all figured out and all put together. And you're the only one experiencing these things. But when you realize that everyone thinks that everyone else is put together, we're no one's put together. All of us are thinking that about everyone else because nobody truly knows what anyone else is thinking, going through, or anything at one particular time. So I just want you all to realize and remember that even in times of feeling lonely and alone, you're not, you're not alone. And we're all experiencing this at one time in our lives or another. And I encourage you to find the things that you genuinely enjoy doing by yourself. Find the things that you genuinely love about yourself. Find the things that make you genuinely happy and start making decisions for yourself. You don't have to allocate any amount of time to one person or any amount of time to one thing do what you want to do if you want to go eat a cheeseburger right now but you thought that you should have been doing something else go eat the cheeseburger it is your life to make your decisions and we all need to stop making decisions on behalf of others. And this is going into a whole nother topic of setting boundaries. And it's something that's something that I'm learning about right now, actually. Um, but basically, I can make a whole episode on that. But I'm going to briefly actually say what I was going to say, although it's a little bit off topic. You need the hardest thing about making decisions strictly for yourself is thinking that you're about to disappoint the other people around you involved in the potential decision. And there comes a bit of guilt with that, thinking that you're letting someone down, whatever. But at the end of the day, the decision you need to say no when you have to say no and say yes when you want to say yes because like spending time with people that are judging you for making the best decisions for yourself is only going to make you lonelier in the end so start choosing you and yourself and make that your priority do the things in your free time that are adding value to your day. Learn about yourself and just enjoy the, the present moment. In times of loneliness, try to just enjoy that time alone because alone time actually should be cherished. 
And it's hard to see it that way when you feel so alone. But there are things that you can do to make that time super special for yourself. So I hope this made you feel a little bit less alone. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And I love you if you made it this far. I know maybe this was a little bit all over the place, but I love you. I love you and have an amazing day and I'll talk to you next time.